0: hello everyone and welcome back to nerd talk today we're just gonna be talking about movies we're gonna be talking about oppenheimer and barbie we've seen a, a bunch of movies recently since the last time we did uh, a nerd talk we're not exactly on time with this considering oppenheimer and barbie have been out but on the good on the bright side that means everyone's seen it so people can you know we can really get in depth and not have to worry too much we'll still give spoiler warnings for people who haven't seen the movies uh, but yeah, I don't think there's much in the news though. Like there wasn't really anything announced that I can think of, or anything that's really like big right now. I can. Do you know anything that can't? That have you seen anything on Twitter that peaked your entrance? It. it, it just the
1: fact I expect that Doom might get delayed. That's about it.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, other than that, oh yeah, we're getting Loki season two soon, right? I think. Uh, yeah, on my birthday, October sixth. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So we'll get. We'll probably cover that when that comes out. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Might as well. It's the only like. Season one was like had high highs and low lows. Had some. Like, oh, that's cool. And then it was like not. <laughs> it's better than a lot of the other shows that uh Marvel has done. Like we watched those two episodes of Secret Invasion. I was just like, I don't care about this at all. It's so bad. Loki. My problem is, is like, hey, we're selling you on. You like Tom Hiddleston's Loki, you're going to get more of them. And then it's like, hey, here's a female Loki, and she's half the show. And it's like, I don't – she's just annoying. I don't care she, about Disney, this chick.
1: Like, Disney seems to do that with all their shows. They're like, you like a main character? Well, that's cool. We're not going to give you that
0: main character. And the thing that killed me, like if they want to do the duo, like by far the best part of that show – was Loki and Owen Wilson together. Like, they were great. Like, we had, like, one episode where it was just them two together, and it was, like, the best episode of the show. And I wanted to see more of that. But it's like, no, we're going to team up with the female version of himself. And it's like, ah, why? But, yeah, we got, um... We we got Blue Beetle soon, which we're going to be seeing next, next Saturday, because there's no, like, for the Dolby version, there's no Friday night showing. Everything's in the afternoon, because they're not giving, like, any screens to Blue Petal, because they're already just, like, no one's gonna watch this movie, so F, uh, but yeah, I guess we can get into Barbie and Oppenheimer. Actually, what I watched, to uh, because, you know, Barbie's, like, was the ultimate, like, girl fantasy movie, I watched the ultimate guy fantasy movie this past weekend, the 1938 Adventures in Robin Hood, which was, like, the first time I'd seen that in, since I was, like, 12. Oh, it's, yeah, you watch that? It, it rules. It's still so <laughs> good. It's legit.
1: We're getting shot in the arrows with actual. Getting shot in the chest with actual arrows and stuff. Yes,
0: the stunts and everything are sick in that. So the fight scenes are a little because they had to speed everything up, <laughs> but the actual, like, stunts and stuff are insane. You've got dudes jumping out of trees, because he was before CG or anything, so you got dudes, like, without wires and stuff, just jumping out of trees on top of guys on horses. You got guys that they couldn't, again, do CGI arrows, so they wore, wood, like, on the behind-the-scenes, they showed they wore wooden, like, planks under their clothes, and then they shot them with actual arrows into the wooden planks, and it's like, you just have to hope the guy hit it, and then, like, there's one insane stunt where, um, they're going, like, through a gate, and there's a rope that, like, you know, they use to crank to hold the gate up, and so Robin Hood cuts the rope, and when he does that, he holds onto it, and it flings him to the top of the wall so he can go over, and, like, a stuntman just did that, like, did that with, like, no, like, I don't think wires or anything, he just, like, held on and did it, and it's, like, an insane stunt. It's so cool, like, the first half of the movie is legit, well, actually, like, the whole movie is just, like, guys being dudes, because, like, they're going around. Uh, he fight, he fights Little John and recruits Little John. They go the when they recruit uh, fire, fire Tuck. It's legit just fat shaming him. It's like twenty guys just being oh, like yeah. how fat this guy that. is. But he's got he falls asleep fishing and with like a mutton chop in his hand like, just a big piece of meat, and they steal his piece of meat, and they all laugh at him call him fat, and, like, Little John's like, ah, you're just a big fat ass, and then <laughs> Fire Tut's like, well, at least I'm not retarded. He, like, calls <laughs> Little John empty-headed, and then they, like, spank each other with swords randomly when they get, when they're just messing with each other. It's the best. The movie's so good. It still holds up. And then they're just, like, complaining about taxes and just d- killing Normans for going against the Saxons and taxing them. And then you also have the amazing scene where because um, the whole time Robin Hood is, sim- is simping for the one true king, Sir, uh, Richard Lionheart, because he went off yeah. to do the crusades and then he got his ass captured on the way back by uh, Prince John or, you know, it totally wasn't Prince John, his brother. Uh, but he escapes and he comes and he's wearing just like a hood to be like, oh, I am totally not Prince John. He starts talking to Robin Hood and he's like, ah, oh, so who's to blame for all this little John? Right. And Robin Hood's like, no. I blame uh, Sir Richard Lionheart because his dumbass went to fight a holy war instead of taking care of England. He should have just stayed here. Who cares about the holy war? And it's like, oh, snap. Robin Hood's, like, actually telling him how it is. And then Richard just, like, reveals himself. He's like, yes, it is I. And I agree with you. I made a mistake. And it's like, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then it also, it has the um, it has that ability where they actually had talented writers, where they have uh, made Marion be a strong female character without being physically strong. Like... Something that's almost impossible to do now. Like, she plans Robin Hood's escape. When he gets captured because he's a dumbass and goes to the archery, uh... And goes to the archery competition.
1: Can't turn down a good archery competition. It, it's
0: it's hilarious because Robin Hood and his boys take Sir Guy Gisborne and the Sheriff of Nottingham and all of them captures all of them, humiliates them, strips them down, puts them in poor people clothing, takes all their money, all their riches, and all their uh uh meat that they had taken from the people because they were collecting a ransom to help pay to uh get the king back, but they were actually just giving it to uh, Prince Little John. And he humiliates them, gives them back to the king, like, with nothing. And then, uh, Sheriff Nyham's like, hey, Robin's, like, just he's got the biggest ego. He's the best archer in the North. Let's just do an archery competition. It'll totally come. And so guy gets like, he'll see straight through that. Robin Hood does see straight through that, but he's like, no, they'll never capture me. He gets his <laughs> ass captured instantly. <laughs> and the whole time yeah. Maid Mary, it's like, no, don't do this. And he's just like, Ooh. and yeah, he wins. It. And also that's another practical thing. They actually had the best archer there to shoot an arrow through an arrow. Like that actually happened, which is sick. Cause again, they couldn't CGI it. Uh, but yeah, he gets captured, and then Maid Marion plans his escape, and she goes to the Merry Men in the place, and they don't trust her, and uh, it's sick, and like all the oh, it's so good. But yeah, it's just I watched that over the weekend, and it still holds up. I hadn't seen that movie in like fifteen years, and it's still amazing, and it's just the best. And Robin Hood and the Merry Men are so cool, just living in the woods with your bros, saying taxes are gay, and like attacking all the rich government people and taking their money is like. I
1: will say that it's a great movie, but what rivals it is the uh, Disney-Robin Hood, the cartoon from back. Oh, yeah. That's the, oh o- that's the only- Oh, That's
0: the only- Yeah, the one with the fox. That's Oh, the... my
1: goodness. one of my favorite Disney movies ever. Freaking, uh, what's it? A Prince John is <laughs> the most evil dude in that movie. Yeah. Oh, he's so great. He's my favorite Disney villain. Just money. All he thinks about is taxes. He sleeps his money off. Oh. Yeah. So
0: great. That movie- That's the only other good Robin Hood adaption. Like, cause the big screen versions that they've done suck cause they try to be like super dramatic, but that's not the tone of like the original and the original, like the tone is great. Like they still cover like how horribly the Saxons were treated and like the taxation, how everyone was getting hanged and stuff. Also, it's, it's so interesting to see how they treated death compared to now. Like, you know, everyone's morality, like when a good guy kills a bad guy, is so all like, oh man. Should he have really done that? And this, like, Robin Hood kills Normans. It's just like, yeah, just kill the guy. And just, like, keeps going. Like, he... There's no like second thoughts about. It. He even talks to Maine Marion about it, because uh, at first she like thinks the Normans are good and are right, and then he's like, "Yeah, I've killed some Normans, only when I had to, though." But <laughs> he was like, like no guilt at all. Why which, just chopping them up? Which necessarily he like shouldn't have felt guilty because he was killing people that were hanging his people and taxing them so they couldn't have enough money to feed their families and stuff. It's a but, different world back then. Yeah, and also that uh, that scene where he carries in the uh, the stag to there because it's the king's deer that was killed and he just beats tar out everyone in there and humiliate it's so good it's just if you haven't seen it watch it it's not like i don't think it's on any streaming service it might be i don't know i just bought the uh hd version on amazon and watched it and it's just it's so good the only thing that's kind of dated about it is the fact that the fight scenes are sped up that's it. The action, like, in general isn't, like, like when he's just, like, traversing and, like, jumping, like, doing stunts, but, like, when there's sword fights and stuff and, like, punching, they speed, like, the action sped up. That's the only bit about that's, like, really dated. The rest of it still holds up really well. it yeah, would
1: be kind of jarring to see now in today's world seeing the action sped up and like, wait a second. Yeah,
0: it's kind of, it's insane because it's just like, random, when the fight starts and just suddenly Robin Hood's moving, like, the Flash it's like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, aside from that, it's not really dated and holds up really well and it's still... It's still rules. It's still a great movie. And, like, if you have not seen the original which is Robin And Errol Flynn is so good as Robin Hood. He's great. He pulls, like... He pulls off, like, the stupid leotard and haircut that he has so well. Like, just because of how his, like, swag is in the movie that, you like, you just don't care. It's... Oh, man. It's so good. But, yeah. I wanted to talk about Robin Hood because I watched it again and it's amazing. But, anyways, I guess we get the Barbie and the, uh barbie and oppenheimer now which one do you want to talk about first let's
1: talk about barbie first
0: all right we're just going to jump straight into spoilers because everyone's seen this movie so there's no point in not Everyone. going into spoilers $1 billion dollars so there's your, there's your there's your besides what was it
1: was it taiwan or somewhere that banned it <laughs> like, i think nah, they man.
0: originally banned it, but then it might have not been banned i don't remember uh something like that though because they had like an old map in the background but i like barbie it was good there's the non-spoiler part now let's get into spoilers where we go more in depth so spoiler warning uh, you, you, you can go ahead and start this one. since so I just talked about Robin. Uh, I thought it
1: was, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, my only real issue with it is it, uh, it, the funny, like when it's trying to be funny and like the Barbie stuff, it's really good when it tries to be like super serious and really, it's not even trying to get a point across. It's hammering you over the head with a point. Um, it loses like it's and You're like, man, let's go back to the fun stuff. Like this is a little heavy handed. Yeah. Um, and then the, and there's a couple of things where like they make like a real big deal of like Barbie world versus a real world. But then there's people in the real world that act like they're not real people. And it's like, well, that's kind of weird. And then also there's a part of the movie where when Barbie first comes to the real world. They're trying to sh- show like how bad the patriarchy slash like sexist men are or how bad men are. And some of the stuff that the guys do, like, she's rollerblading. A guy goes up and slaps her ass. Like, that would never happen in Venice Beach, California. Like, that, that just wouldn't happen. And so, like, it's stuff like that that kind of, like, takes you out of the movie. But besides that, I really enjoyed it. Margot Robbie does good. I, I wish she would have had a little more fun stuff to do than having, like, be, like, carry the, like, emotional and... Like the serious tone of the movie, Ryan Gosling's the best part mostly because I think one, he plays Ken great, and two, because he didn't have to, he didn't have all the serious stuff. Like, even the some of the serious stuff they give with him, they do it in a better way than with Barbie, where it was straight just beating you over the head with it. Like, his yeah. stuff was a little more nuanced, which was good. I like the Kins. Uh, you, the other Barbies are okay, like, you don't really, there's there's not much to them. Um, but I thought it was a really good movie. There's some really funny parts. Uh, it's good. I know they'll make a second one. I have, I have no idea how you make a second one because. I don't want to see Barbie in the real world. I thought this movie was much better um, when it was in Barbie world, besides the fact when Ken first like gets asked about like what time it is.
0: so I thought
1: it was pretty good. Much better than I thought it was going to be.
0: I agree. As far as a sequel goes, I don't know how it's going to work because no one has signed on for a sequel. None of the actors make, and none of the directors. They made they're going to make a sequel, but I'm saying it could look completely different because the director didn't sign on, and neither did, uh, neither did Ryan Gosling or Margot Robbie. So, they're kind of uh, in a rut. Like, Mattel's like, please, we need to make another one, Mattel and WB. But all the Mattel people that Mattel made just the movie, fell into the movie, a billion dollars. we might get, like, one of those, like, uh, old school, like, early two thousand sequels, you know, like, George of the Jungle, where it's like, oh, George of the Jungle's great. Now, here's the second one that looks nothing like the first, because everyone that made the first one is just gone. Like, we don't have Brendan Fraser back. We don't have, like, you know, how you had a lot of yeah. movies like that back in the day, like, early 2000s. We might get a sequel like that, where it's like, hey, here's Barbie 2. And uh, remember President Barbie? She's the lead in this one now because we couldn't yeah, get is. anyone else. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. We might get something like that. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. They, Like you were saying, they did a horrible job of trying to like they, – they didn't really – There's no subtlety to their message. They, they didn't try they... to mix it in. They were just like, here's the funny part and now here's the message. And it like comes yeah. off as just preaching to you. But the worst part is, too, like, it's not, like, interwoven very well. When you're with
1: Ryan yeah. Gosling, it's, like, fun. And there's, like, there's a little bit of messaging in there, but it's it's done in a playful way. When you're with Barbie, once she gets to the real world, it is just, like, heavy. It's hand over fist. It's just, like, this is, the, this is the plot. You have to know this. And it's, like, well, I'm not having fun. I was having fun for the first 35, 40 minutes. And I'm having fun with Ken. But now, like, all of a sudden I went from, like, a, a comedy to like this very serious message and you're you're really going hard at it with me
0: yeah they didn't do a, a great job with the message and like because it'll just be like it's fun and everything and then it's like and now here's a buzzfeed article we're gonna read to you aloud and it's like wait what there, there's what a there's just... a
1: part of the movie where a character gives a speech
0: in the movie it's to a character
1: but really it's to the audience and it's, it's like a like, two-minute speech yeah, it's a and it's speech. like oh my goodness like <laughs> yeah. i
0: get it and I, and I, then like they give it again different versions to make sure you got it yeah and i I felt sorry for margot robbie because like the first 20 minutes like it's great she gets to be barbie it's fun and then after that all the like just annoying like preaching hitting you over the head stuff is given to margot robbie and all the fun stuff is given to ryan gosling Gosling. so after the first 20 minutes like margot robbie is just like a like a plot device and not really like a character she's just there to like be the serious one to get this message across it's like ah I think he could have done that a little better. But that being said, again, overall it is still pretty good and it's there it raises some questions and it also raises some questions that it doesn't quite answer like they a- ask at one part. They're like, "Where do the k- Kins live?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't know." And then they're mad that the Kins take over their houses and they kick them out. It's like, "Well, where do the Kins live now?" Yeah, they, they, the, they, <laughs> they don't let the men
1: have like any, the Kins have anything in Barbie Land, right? It's like a it's, Ian, it's, it's almost because a parody. that's how
0: women are in real life. They don't have anything yet. <laughs> yeah, so like it's like a parody. I could of go the real outside, and I, and punch a bride yeah. in the face right now, dude. No consequences.
1: <laughs> Smile for me, Blondie Was one of these stupidest lines. Yeah, I can't you, believe someone do, wrote that line. Every time I
0: go into Seattle. Um and uh look the i guess, I, guess look like bitch, the homeless. I say smile yeah. for me you bitch if you want this fentanyl smile well, no. did you see <laughs> that, did that if you she just, says no i beat you,
1: her out. did you see the stabbing on the light rail the other day yeah uh, anyway yeah. um so uh but, they, okay. they, 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 they do the whole inverse of like women have all the power in barbie land and men don't have any power which is fine right like i i get it like you're trying to say well this is how the world worked forever right Uh, and you think that okay they go the real world and they and they do such a parody of the real world where now they act like like the the perfect example is the mattel board who act like cartoons in this movie they're all men in real life it's like split five to seven right so they're not even they're not even representing real life right because they're trying to push their point so hard and
0: well yeah just like um the at the end like the dudes asked to be on the supreme court of barbie land they're like no and then the narrator's like the men here will have the same rights as the women in the real world. It's like women are literally the leaders of first world countries. Just if you're talking about America, they're also on the Supreme Supreme Court Court of America. But I mean, like if you want to talk about like overall, like yeah. So women are the leader of first world countries in the real world. What are you talking about? (laughs) But the thing that I thought was funny was, um, sorry, cut you off. uh, Was uh, there when Ken comes back to Barbie land, he says, Hey, I learned about misogyny and the patriarchy. We should do that here. And all the Barbies go, that sounds lit. Let's do it. All the Barbies and Kins are like, sounds lit. Let's do it. Barbie comes back, is like, oh no. He implemented the patriarchy here. Everything's bad, in Barbie Land. Instead of just being like, hey Barbies, we should do it. She tries, and they're like, nah, we don't want that. She's like, we need to man- emotionally manipulate all of the Kins to try to overturn yeah. what they and did. This, it's like the this, <laughs> is get, this is where you get this where you get the the women
1: <laughs> how hard it is to be a woman's speech five hundred yes. times back to you. Um. What, well, is, well, I was, what I was going to say is I thought they were going for a, a thing where the Barbies learned, oh, neither sex should have all the power. Like, we should, it should be based on who's just the best at something or who's, like, the most qualified at something. No, yeah, no, no. A no, meritocracy? No, dude, that's bad.
0: No, they go back and they're like, the you guys don't, you don't get anywhere to
1: live. You don't get yeah. you to do anything. So it's like, oh... So you're just saying women are better than men at everything, and and you didn't learn your you didn't learn a lesson besides the fact that men shouldn't be in control of anything. Okay, so that that's what the that's what the movie teaches. Which I knew that, like it's it's a it's a female empowerment movie, so you know the barbers are going to win, but it feels antithetical to the message of this one group was held down for all of history. So it's it's uh, and they're better at everything. So we're going to hold down another group just because we women are superior. That, that's what the message
0: is. I just thought it was funny how, like, they act like what Ken did was so bad with the patriarchy. It's like, he proposed it to the Barbies, and the Barbies, like, sounds lit, let's do it. He didn't, like, do anything conniving or behind their backs to do it, uh-huh. to where the Barbies, to undo the patriarchy, then have to, like, man- emotionally manipulate all the Kens, and, like, do this to try to get them to war with each other, and it's just hilarious to see, like, that. Also something that the movie kind of, like, presents and then doesn't tie up is like a big part of the movie is like the drama between the mom and the daughter and then they, they didn't just care
1: did not care all about them no but i'm saying that
0: was a big part of the movie the movie didn't care about them because it's a big part of the movie in the end they don't even wrap it up they just help barbie and suddenly oh the mom and the daughter are cool yeah, she gets like, to make what that. they didn't do she anything did. to like mend that they just helped barbie what
1: they didn't do anything. A, a normal Barbie, remember? A normal Barbie.
0: It was like it, that. That part was really like stupid. It was like they they propose that, like that's a big part of the movie, and then they're just like. Eh. Also, there's like a Chevy commercial halfway through the movie. Just that's randomly. a weird.
1: That's a weird part of the movie. Yeah. It literally, is a Chevy commercial just infused into Barbie, which like, I don't remember seeing Chevy commercials. For this movie
0: but it's definitely in there yeah because they saved it for the actual movie
1: yeah i didn't care for the girl i don't care for the mom i like margot robbie i love ryan gosling i don't know how you make a second one now because barbie's in the real world now she wants to be speaking of which why would you ever make that choice i understand it's not real it's a movie but you can live like have a great life where you don't have to work have an awesome and have she an awesome doesn't
0: life. Know what any that's like yet
1: she yeah well know. she's gonna hit
0: the re- i hope it's i like... hope that I hope the like second a, movie
1: is just her hating life and realizing Barbie Land where it's at.
0: Well, it's like you know when you are a kid and you are like, I wish I was an adult. I can't do anything. My parents are little, bit... and then you get older and you are like, this is the worst. Everything the sucks. Worst. You know, it's Literally like that. The worst. It's like that because Barbie is essentially mentally a kid. But yeah, it was it was pretty funny. One of the funnier movies I've seen this year. I enjoyed it. The visuals are great with what they did with Barbie Land and everything. Uh, all the performances are really good it's just the message kind of falls flat because they didn't really do it with any subtlety or like interweave it into like the rest of the movie at all it's just kind of like two separate movies it's like here's the funny stuff now here's the message we have to have it separate so it's so like you really get it across and it's like it would have been better if you did it maybe a little more subtle uh, but still, overall, I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth seeing, and it is cool seeing all the people that are, that are like dressing up to go see the movie and stuff. Like the cultural impact of this oh, movie. Yeah, seen. it's that's pretty cool. cool, to
1: to cool. I just I I really didn't see make like a second one because I don't
0: care to see Barbie learning how bad the real world
1: is. Well, I live it, so well, I don't care to see it.
0: You're gonna you're if that happens, it's gonna be with the well, Hollywood different. They didn't
1: get one for a sequel. Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie are gonna make a bank on a second one.
0: Uh, if they if they decide to sign on. No way you can make a second
1: without Margot and Ryan Gosling, especially Gosling. In Margot, there's no way they're those characters now.
0: I mean, unless you're right, like
1: Leslie, you said they do the George Jungle thing, where it's like, who are these people? What,
0: so what I think I, I think they just take a secondary Barbie and a secondary Kent and they're just like, hey, if they can't get them,
1: repeat the same plot just at a different Barbie. Because
0: the thing is, I don't think Greta Gerwig has any interest in doing a second one, and I doubt Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling want to do a second one without her.
1: Yeah, but they might. They might give her the deal. Warren Bros might be like, yeah, hey, we'll give you a. A She's ton already of money signed and
0: can... on to make like nine narnia yeah, movies but they
1: might give her a ton of money and then say you can just direct whatever you want and after you do this right they'll just give her a blank check to do the barbie movie kind of like what uh uh what was it whoever it was that uh universal when they were like hey spielberg you can make schindler's list but you gotta do dress park first that might be like what it's like where it's like you get a blank check for the movie you want it to do but you gotta do the movie we want so maybe who knows?
0: maybe uh anything else you want to have before we move on to oppenheimer um, I guess I
1: was surprised at how adult themed the movie was. I thought I'd be geared a little bit more towards, uh, like younger, younger kids. Did not, it was not. So
0: I wasn't, I figured this was going to be how it was going to be from all the marking and everything I'd saw. I figured yeah, it was movie.
1: a I was good go, movie. I
0: would, say go, I would say go see it. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, both of us uh, recommend go see Barbie. It's cute. I think I've, I've seen, like, 30 movies this year. I think I have this ranked, like, number 12th right now. So that shows where it ranks for me. All right, so let's get into Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer's really good. Go see it. All right, let's get into spoilers now. Spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen Oppenheimer, because everyone's seen Oppenheimer. I mean, to be fair,
1: you can't really spoil this movie. Like, True.
0: Also, it's, like, real life, so it's hard to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, i You can't really
1: spoil this movie. Like, you can just look up what happened. It's not spoilers. It's it's based off yeah, an autobiography.
0: real life. Uh... It's really good. See it on the biggest screen you can. Luckily, this movie is still playing in IMAX. Go, if you are going to go see it, see it in IMAX. It's uh, The performances are great. Nolan yeah. does an amazing job with the uh, pacing of this movie. Yeah, the like, pacing
1: for the three-hour movie is incredible.
0: Yeah, it's like go, go, go. I saw some people complaining a little bit about how go, go, go it is and the music, but I loved it all. I thought it was great. Like I thought, this, the, mu- I thought, the,
1: I thought the music was great. One of the complaints I saw that I didn't have this movie. I know it's a common Nolan complaint. I didn't have it. was like understanding what people are saying. Huge problem and tenant couldn't hardly understand that happens in Interstellar Some. This movie I had no problem with it. I could hear whatever everyone was saying. I didn't think there's any issue with dialogue in this movie.
0: Yeah, I didn't have an issue with that as well. I saw a thing come out today that said uh no one doesn't ever do ADR. He only yeah, like he I only likes to and people are like, Oh, that explains why that audio is like ass a lot of times with movies. Because he's only using all this recorder on the day. Uh but yeah, this movie's great. It has every single actor you've ever heard of in it, and they all are great. Robert Downey Jr. gets rid of, like, most of his downy for the role. Like, he does a really good job playing a completely different role than he normally does. Uh, freaking my favorite character in the movie was played by Josh Hartnett. Like, that was my actual favorite, like, c- character-slash-performance in the movie. Like, I really, I was not expecting there's, there's that. There's
1: so many people that pop up in this movie, and they give great performances, and then they kind of dip. He sticks around for most of the movie, just, like in and out but there's other people in the movie like we said doing spoilers right
0: yes we're doing spoilers. like
1: like casey Affleck comes in for like a casey scene and a half it's terrifying and he, is, he is so menacing and his and his character's supposed to be and you're like holy cow and then he's just gone and it's stuff like that where you're like uh freaking gary oldman's in it as as president truman and he, he does great for truman. his one he's as so one good as
0: truman can we talk about um, the truman scene real quick yeah, go ahead. It's great because Oppenheimer, you know, creates the bomb. They drop it on Japan a couple times, and uh, uh, Oppenheimer's like feeling all guilty about it and everything. Not just
1: him; the whole scientist. Scientific yeah, community but he goes into the Oval too.
0: Office and he talks to Truman. He's all like down about it, and Truman's like, "Yo, dude, this is sick. I'm so glad you created that bomb." And Oppenheimer's like, "Oh no, we should. I feel kind of bad." And Truman's like, "You." He's like, "I feel
1: like I got blood on my
0: hands." He's like, "You pussy ass bitch." No cares about you i'm the one who dropped the bomb no one knows who you are and he's like get this bitch out of my office <laughs> it's yeah, like Tr- truman, truman's truman. right truman's- yeah, Truman says they don't
1: care they don't care who built it they care who made the decision to
0: drop it truman's it like, right like i understand oppenheimer feeling guilty 100 valid there but truman is also like 100 right like he's the one who dropped it yeah like, he
1: made the decision to go to do it also um he also, also did, I, yeah he gives a line of don't uh, kid, uh, don't ever let that pussy come back to my office.
0: <laughs> it's so good, and I I called it too in my head because like they're actor after actor I've been throwing up, and they're like he's going to see President Truman. I'm like in my head I'm like who's going to play it? I was like Gary Oldman because I was thinking of uh, when he played Churchill. So I'm like they're just going to put him in like some prosthetics that, and then it was Gary Oldman. I was like yes I knew it because <laughs> in going in the movie I know who Gary Oldman was in it. He just Truman. starts randomly being we shall fight on the beach. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But he, he was great as Truman.
1: Yeah, so it's like forms like that pop up. Matt Damon is awesome. Him and uh, Matt Damon Murphy back back and forth. I thought they had a great relationship because they both have end goals and they both see the world different ways. But they both understand that they need each like they both understand like what each other needs to get out of it. Yeah. Um. So I thought they I thought they had a great dynamic together. Everyone in the movie is great. Emily Blunt's great as a wife. Yep. Um. Yeah, the best thing about the movie, I think, I mean, acting and the pacing, like, it's hard to sit in a movie for three hours and not be bored, and he does a great but job. Especially with a well.
0: biopic, like, yeah. a three-hour biopic, it's hard not to, but that being said, if you're not interested in it, like, this movie would suck <laughs> if you're not interested in it, but I was very interested in it, and Nolan does a great job with it, and uh, I I thought it was great, I, I I if if you were only able, even though it's, this is way after, and everyone's already seen it, but if you're only able to see one, I would definitely choose this over Barbie, but uh man I too. everything like this is high class filmmaking the, the, like the, everything the, the was the top tier is great
1: the 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 uh, music's great i love the music in this yeah. um the way he has like whenever Oppenheimer's thinking or going through like thoughts and stuff like he has like different things that are appearing on the screen of trying to like i don't want to say explain what's going on in his mind but what he's thinking is really cool yeah, uh,
0: Killing Murphy being butt ass naked getting rode on the uh while he's in the freaking uh trial in the room. It's oh sick. that was crazy. That was it. <laughs> he's just, just like whoa. It's a
1: uh, it's a great movie. that's another thing that what's what's the guy's name? I can't remember. Jason Clark plays like the prosecutor in this in this kangaroo court trial and he's great. He's like, great he's until he gets girl bossed. Uh yeah. Um <laughs> uh, it's uh it's everything about the movie is great, so uh, it's, it's a great great job by Nolan. Return to form after I a movie I did not like, which was Tenet, which is probably yeah. my least favorite
0: film from him. Tenet was just uh, tenet was very disappointing,
1: yeah. You still well, need to watch Interstellar, though,
0: yeah. One day, what did you have any negatives about this movie?
1: Uh, not really, did no you?
0: I, I only had like two, like, very slight negatives. One was, um Rami Malek's character, it felt like a bit too much like a movie. When uh, Rami, they made a point to show that Oppenheimer's kind of like a dickhead to Rami Malek's character. And then in the end is like, oh, Rami Malek's character's coming. He's totally going to testify against him and be with uh, RDJ. And then he's like, Oppenheimer's a great man. And it's like, I know in real life he did come and testify to Oppenheimer, just the build up and how everything done. It felt like it took me out for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, I am watching a movie. And then same with how they did uh, Emily Bond's uh, Girl Boss moment. Whereas, like, they had her play possum, and then she just, like, came out swinging. It was like, actually, I was fooling you the whole time. And this very competent prosecutor, like, the whole th- it was like, what? And it was like, you could have done that better. <laughs> like, those two moments were the only moments where I was like, this feels a bit too much. Like, oh, yeah, someone wrote this, and this is a fictional movie that I'm watching. And I, like, those two ones took me out a little bit. But they were very small gripes. There weren't, like, anything big or anything that ruined the movie for me. But those were like two moments that kind of just took me out of it for a second, um, but still an amazing movie, and i I really enjoyed it,
1: yeah, fantastic movie. I definitely always recommend going to see the movie,
0: but, you know, what about the bombs that were dropped to the Japanese people?
1: They do it sort of go- I wish that's one thing I wish they would have done a little bit better was kind of explain <laughs> uh, and like like the
0: the during the, the bleacher content. scene, I was going you. <laughs>
1: You explain <laughs> trying to, trying to, they're, 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 trying, they're trying to explain from Oppenheimer's point of view, but I wish they would have done a little bit better job. And they kind of do in the, in the military war room of being like, "Listen, we're going to we're to invade mainland uh, Japan if we don't drop these bombs and they don't surrender." Yeah. Um, well, they like um... I, thought, I thought there was a good job. I thought there was a good job because the 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 thing about Oppenheimer and this movie is a biopic. Of Oppenheimer it takes his side, obviously. Uh, but I thought what they did a good job of was one of the big contentious points in the movie is one, there were spies at Los Alamos, which is historically accurate. And two, um, uh, Albuheimer didn't want to build a hydrogen bomb. And there's a, that's a big point of contention with RDJ's character, Louis Strauss, who's like, why don't you want to build a hydrogen bomb? The Russians are working on one, and he's like, "Well, if we don't build one, they'll never build one." And at that point, I understand why people in the U.S. government or Lewis Strauss would be like, "Are you? You're either naive, are you or retarded, you're, like... or you want them to get a bomb because they're not going to stop just if we don't stop." And so that 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 and and that's a, that's a historical fact that people were like, "Are you for the Russians?" Because and the, and the movie explores a lot of communist ties because he does have a lot of communist ties in this movie. Yeah, um, it it just
0: seemed so, like. Um... Oppenheimer was like in denial and also naive. Like he was, in like kind of like hopeful. Yeah,
1: but if you're the U S. government, you can understand. I oh yes, I do. I'd like you, you can see, like, bo-
0: what you can see both sides. There. You're the U S. government. You're like, are you retarded? Of course, they're going to figure out the hydrogen bomb. But Oppenheimer was like, but well, what if we well, ever do undes- it? Then that, they will. Yeah, it's
1: that, that, that fact. like, if we don't do it, they won't start. That's what Rob D. Jr., like they just shot the firing gun. Like yeah, they just,
0: just just like with the the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, that that bomb was going to be made. Like, by someone else. It was gonna happen. We just, like, they just did it first. Like, we did it first. The U.S. did it first. So, it's, like, I understand his guilt and how he's feeling there, but it is one of those things where it's, like, undeniable that, like, of course someone was going to make
1: it. It's, like, the same thing with electricity. It was gonna happen eventually. Like, maybe it wouldn't have happened the same rate or at the time, but stuff like this is going to happen. Um... And I mean like they say in the movie which is one of the best lines is when they talk about why the Germans aren't going to get the bomb first and they're like because Oh yeah. Because because Hitler is is anti-semite and he's not going to get Some Heisenberg. Some would say the ultimate anti-semite. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's not going to get Heisenberg. Some would
0: say no one's passed him yet. <laughs> he's number 1. Um, number um, 1 on the leaderboard. <laughs>
1: now to eternity. Um it's going to be hard. That to pass he, that that guy. He, he, it's weird Jewish science because they talk about how Heisenberg has an 18 month head start. And yeah. how brilliant Heisenberg was, and that's one of the best quote, cool, like Dylan says, best part of the movies is when they first find out they split the atom, and he's like, "That's impossible," and they like, "Let's go in the next room and do it." And it's yeah, such a cool it's scene, great because you're like, you're in there with him. You're
0: like, "Oh snap!" Yeah, and that's, that's where they, like the the theory will only gets you so far. Yeah, like it's so good. Yeah, that part because like Oppenheimer's whole thing is just theorizing about stuff, and then Josh Hartnett's character is like, yeah, "I do stuff. things," and he's yeah. like, "Let's go in the next room and do it." It's so good. And, uh, yeah, that, that part, like, makes it, it's, it's done so well, um, where they're like, oh, snap, uh, Heisenberg's, like, better at this than everyone, but yeah, he's-, he's got this retarded dude leading his country that's like, that is the Jewish science, we thought was, that's Jewish wizardry, he's, like, holding him back, and he won't give him the resources he needs, because he thinks this science stuff is, like, Jew magic, because he's a an retard, and it's, like, great, it's like, that make because... Until someone said it, like, like until they said in the movie, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Of course Hitler would think that. Of course he would be like, oh, yeah, that stuff's it's Jewish just, magic. It's so
1: weird, like, to think about our perspective because, like...
0: Meanwhile, we got guy, all the Jews on it.
1: Th- th- this guy is brilliant. Give him what he needs. You're trying to conquer the world, but he was so hateful and such an idiot yeah. that he couldn't be like, this guy is brilliant. I mean, earlier in the movie, like, Alpaheim went to one of his lectures with another guy, and it was like... Heisenberg is a brilliant dude, and uh, he Hitler let's do it. But so there's just stuff like that throughout the movie. Yeah, Hitler was round up Jews, taking
0: them places. We were round up Jews, putting them in labs, saying, "Build us a bomb."
1: That's another thing. Like the scientists could Like the scientists were all fine using it against Nazi Germany. Once Germany surrendered and Japan was still fighting us, they're like, "Well, we don't want to use it against Japan." Yeah,
0: that's something that was mentioned. Like a like one part in the movie that people don't really do, uh, talk about, as far as like the outer Twitter world and everything. Which is in the movie, they're talking about. Like I think they mentioned it. Maybe I made this up, but I thought they mentioned the movie where they're like, "Would we be having the same discussion if we dr- uh, if we had dropped it on Germany?" I think yeah, they, they, they did, said did, that, did, right? Yeah. yeah. Someone,
1: someone said that, I think. They
0: said something uh, uh, along those lines. It's like, yeah, cuz in case people don't know, Japan was just as evil as as Nazi Germany. Like they
1: were they were taking places over.
0: Dude, the Rape of Nanking was insane, and that's just one little thing they did. Like they did a lot. They were just as evil as Germany. It's just they didn't have, you know, Hitler and like they didn't have like all the the stuff that people think about. Like for some reason, Japan just gets left out of it. It's like, ah, they were just like, you know, they were just with, no, they were just allied with Nazi Germany, but they were just like, not the worst guys. Like, they did <laughs> horrific things. Like, they did things just, they did their own holocaust. Like, they,
1: they, they, they enslaved <laughs> people. They were, they <laughs> the empire of Japan where they were like going and taking stuff.
0: Watch I like actually. interviews with old ass Korean and Chinese people and ask what they think of <laughs> Japanese think they still, people.
1: they still have issues. They do.
0: So. Because, um, like, they took over, like, Korea during that. They, they did some effed up stuff in the Philippines. They went and d- did some insane stuff in China. Like, they were not good guys. But for some and, reason, it's like, ah, Japan's, well, like, they're not that bad. It's like, you should view them the same as you do Nazi Germany. One, one
1: other thing I think that's interesting about the movie, and this has been discussed, you know, forever, is, you know, he wanted to make this bomb that have the threat of it to say that we'll, no, we'll never have peace like this again because you can just blow up the world in a single explosion, right? Like, you can just, blow, you can, instead of having to send men to fight, Main island Japan, you can blow it up in a bomb. And once it happened, he's like, "Oh God, what have I done?" At, you know, everyone's gonna be bomb these things. We're gonna wipe humans from civilization. We haven't had a world war since since the bombs were dropped. True. We've had a cold war. We've had—I don't want to say skirmishes, but like—we've you invaded American places
0: for worlds. oil. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. We bring them freedom. America brings them freedom. Yeah, you know,
0: saw, we I brought saw, saw, freedom saw, to some. I saw I saw I saw,
1: I, saw, I saw. I saw. I saw a Reddit post where it was like. Uh, did you know that freaking Neptune or whatever one of the or, or one of the one of the uh, planets is like uh, like their whole they have like oceans but it's out of methane? And the top comment was it sounds like they need some freedom. <laughs> but
0: um, uh, was, you know, like, and to it, uh, bring Barbie into this, we didn't have any world wars till after women could vote. So you know, just that's true. Just throwing that's that true. out there, just so right. for thought. You know.
1: But um, and so it has, in a way, brought some type of peace. The Cold War obviously wasn't a fun time for people that were alive during it. I, mean, I was born at the end of it. Dylan, Dylan was born after it. Um, it it's it. There has been a form of peace. know, you still like Russia fighting Ukraine, and those are like skirmish wars. The U.S. invading Iraq, Vietnam, Korea, right? But those are all type of like skirmish wars. There's been no actual world war where you see the total death like you saw in World War One and Two because of the fact that people know these bombs exist. So they have kind of done what they hoped it would do. Just not in the way that he hoped it would happen. Yeah. You know, he he thought people would see it and agree kind of like with the gas of World War 1, they're like this is this is too messed up. We're not going to do this. And said everyone was like, "Well, we need these." And so that's it's just gone the other way, but it has kind of ensured peace in a certain way for for 80 years at this point.
0: Yeah. So, and also like one of the best parts of the movie is uh when they're theorizing about everything, and he gets the paper from the guy that I think is from the guy that wanted to create the hydrogen bomb, we get that paper, and he's like, "Oh, we could essentially like light the atmosphere on fire, yeah. and like everything could go like." The, the, you know, the and, calculations are near zero. And like, I live in the real world that's past this point, but I was like, "Are they going to explode the world?" <laughs> so I was like, "That doesn't it really happen." Like, it's like, it's one like, of that's, like
1: cool for science. Like, it's never been done before. If you yeah, like, like that would be the
0: terrifying. That'd yeah. be terrifying. these guys are just like, Ooh, well, we gotta give it a shot.
1: And then, like Matt Damon's character, when he tells Matt Damon's character that and they're sitting in the bunker, he's like, he hears it, and he's Near like, zero. well, I have to. It's like we promised Truman that I have to go through with it. Like, there's no, like, if it happens, it happens. But it's it's crazy that that's, uh, um, yeah, that was a great scene too. But there's like, yeah, the, I've ran the calculations. It's Like, what do you want from calculations alone or theory alone? I think is what he said, right? What do you want from theory alone? Yeah. So it's a great movie. Nolan's back to his mastery. I can't. Wait
0: to see what he does next. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a while with all these strikes going on. Oh, yeah. But, so. yeah. I it, It's really good. It's, I don't uh, think we'll start a Bond movie. I'd be totally down dude, for it. Dude, he'd be time. perfect for a Bond movie. I would love to see what he'd do with a Bond movie. I would also like to see him get a second unit director that can uh, do hand-to-hand combat scenes, though. That would be cool if he just, like, is like, hey, I'm not the best at this. Maybe get someone else. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does next. And Oppenheimer's amazing. Uh, yeah. Nolan has recovered from his stumble of just, Tenet.
1: Yeah, just, just, to, just to go back to this, though, how dumb still was Paramount and not just waiting a month to release Mission Impossible? They oh. should be releasing it next week. It would make a killing at the box office. It would run for a month and a half. The fact that they were so Paramount was so dead set on placing that a week and a half before Barbie and Oppenheimer, and and not moving it was so dumb. I agree. It's a, it's a great movie, and they should have moved it. It's, it's dumb,
0: re- really stupid. And I also still believe that uh, Dead Reckoning's is better than both Oppenheimer and Barbie. But yeah, it was really stupid. The fact that they did that, like this movie, well, like people have been talking about this for like ever since the release date was announced, like yeah, what a year ago, they six they said months they, ago, they whatever. Were against each other, it was brought up. Yeah, and. Paramount's just like nah, we're gonna keep this release date for Mission Impossible. It's like, eh.
1: but it's sad. it could have made it could have made so much money. So but much
0: money. Anything else you want to say about Oppenheimer before we wrap up on that and talk about?
1: Uh, I'll, I will be surprised if Killian Murphy and Rob Downey Jr. don't win actor and supporting actor.
0: I'm I mean, surprised. I would have said that. Prior to watching Barbie, and then I'm like, Ryan Gosling might win Best Supporting Actor.
1: Uh, I think no one won Best Director for it. I mean, maybe there's some indie movie that will come out. We won't Has see. Has no
0: one ever won Best Director?
1: No, I he don't hasn't. Think so. I don't think he's ever won it. Let's see, as and... uh, no, not an Oscar.
0: Uh, well sad
1: um Dunkirk Dunkirk was like it was his closest one he didn't get it so.
0: Dunkirk was great
1: um I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't want it for this but um we'll see you know who knows there's always a ton of little smaller movies that come out that people just love to fawn over that we won't know about until later so
0: yeah and I mean, we can uh, we can just do quick no spoiler thoughts and a couple other movies we saw we saw talk to me which is one of the best horror movies I've seen in like the past decades from Rocka Rocka, yeah, the YouTubers. Movies. It's yeah. really good, good. It does, there's like, I think one jump scare in the entire movie, which, yeah, I think one. It, and it's like very early on, so you just like get out of the way, which is like insane because really, like every modern movie, like the, the whole scary part is the jump scare. But this does such a good job with the atmosphere. It also does a good job, like, of having relatable teens in a horror movie that also like feel real and how they implement social media into it. Like it's actually feels real. It's not like some like 70 year old exec is like, this is how the kids would do TikTok. It's like it actually feels real because you have dudes that like grew up on YouTube and understand how things work. Uh, the, the like world building of how this like, uh, extraterrestrial thing works is really cool the characters are great like the first like 40 minutes of the movie there's like it's all just like building up the characters and you like they're really believable and likable and like their relationships and everything else established is great I it's really good and it came out like t- uh, two weeks after uh barbie and oppenheimer a week or two after which is like not good so go see it it's not getting much publicity it is getting great reviews though but if you if it's if you're into horror and it's playing on a screen near you go see it talk to me it's definitely worth it
1: yeah i thought it was a good movie i don't really i'm not a big horror fan i went to see it because i've watched Raka Raka. uh i used to watch their stuff a long time ago so i wanted to support the directors it's a good movie like i said it's like one jump scare um and the characters are believable which is the best part about it so um I definitely say go see it. It's an enjoyable movie while it's still in theaters.
0: And then we saw a movie that I had a great time in the theater, but Ian just said sucked, which is sucked. The Meg Two. It's terrible. The I'll Trench. Yeah, I had such it. a good time seeing go this dude. Do not go watch
1: this
0: movie. Let's awful. see. You know, it has an uh, audience score of seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So awful. the people agree with me. What's it is so sure? much What's fun. It's be- uh twenty eight percent. It's better than every yeah. single Jurassic World movie. No. Yes. By no. a mile. No. By so, uh, a mile. 2
1: and 3 sure. 1 no. It's Just way better than 1. 1 no. sucks
0: dick. No. It's way better. No. Does Jason Statham kick a shark in Jurassic World? I don't care. No. Does he so hit it with bad. a does he hit a giant prehistoric shark this with a harpoon with bad. like dynamite on it? This no, it's not. Bad. I do like that they're so, like, playing to the Chinese audience by having just, like, there's a Chinese badass guy in this that almost dies, like, 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's ads this Chinese dude that's just badass in the movie, and it's like, oh, yeah, because this, this is the type of movie, movie. that's going to kill it in China.
1: I like the first Meg.
0: This one was terrible. Everything I like about the, the first Meg as well, and I like this one. It's this great. One is terrible. Don't believe Don't, the liars, sure yes. the blasphemers. I, I'm Ian. trying to
1: save you guys. Don't see it. It's
0: good. Don't it's see. worth seeing. The Meg is great. Let's see, see what it. its box office is. Let's see what its box. I thought it is. I had a
1: good weekend. So
0: yeah, Meg 2 had its world premiere at Shanghai International Film Festival on June 9th. That's June 9th. But August 4, the I-4, the movie has grossed 145 million worldwide. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the
1: US? What's the US?
0: I don't know. dude. of
1: course it's gonna go big in China. I mean, freaking Transformers move movies go huge in China. It doesn't mean they're What are you good. trying to
0: say? The Meg is 30 million in the US
1: (laughs) Yeah it's terrible It's not a good movie Don't go see it No it's just
0: People don't want to see A Chinese guy fighting sharks They're racist
1: How come a lot of people want to see the first one In the US
0: No no, it didn't A bunch of people Saw it in China
1: This movie's bad Don't go see it No it's worth
0: seeing It's great It's great If you like The legendary The like Well known movie The Meg You will like Don't get like Any Meg stuff For an hour and a half What are you talking about you get a bunch of you egg stuff. Get, well, you get a bunch of egg not. stuff. You get a bunch of prehistoric, like, oh, freaking so dinosaur bad. things. It's so it's, bad. No, it's not. Ian's lying. It's great. Just ma- Ian was don't. just fuming that it's so much better than Jurassic World. He's watching it the whole I just time. I like, you could say it's better like, than I can't believe this movie is so much better than Jurassic World. It's not better uh, than one. Jason is... Statham would kill Chris Pratt.
1: Okay. Who cares?
0: the Meg would freaking destroy the Super Lasaurus, whatever the hell that retarded dinosaur is called.
1: Dylan really hates. What's the what's it's what's so, the audience score for the Mega Meg 2?
0: Meg uh 73%?
1: And uh, Jurassic World 78. So suck
0: it. It didn't come out this year so it was a different atmosphere.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Compare it. Can't compare okay. It. With inflation okay. that's like a 90%. <laughs> okay.
0: Dylan.
1: Okay. Your this movie, there is there is so many dumb things. It's great. There's some sick
0: shots of uh, Jason Statham on jet ski fighting Megs. <laughs>
1: that's the best part of the movie. That, I'll give you that. that's the best part. His daughter is the most annoying character. You
0: also the have the black guy from Vine playing a uh, funny black man from 2005 in this. He's yeah, great.
1: He he has some funny parts. Um, but this this movie is so. Bad.
0: There's a horrific child actor in the movie that is just awful. <laughs> this
1: movie is so bad. No, it's good.
0: So if you like The Last of Us, you like The Meg to the Trench, got some great father-daughter stuff in here, go see The Meg. The uh, and then a movie I saw you didn't see was TMNT. A lot of people really like this movie. I didn't. It was... If, if you're not really a TMNT fan, if you like not a fan of like the comics or anything, if you're just like, haha, funny turtles, you'll probably like it. But if you know anything about like the source material, you like any of the like established TMNT lore, you probably won't like this movie. Because it doesn't follow anything at all. I'm not going to get into spoilers, so I don't want to spoil anything of that. But uh, I'll say Splinter and April and Neo are really done dirty. The uh, the turtles themselves feel interchangeable. Like, they all feel the same. They don't do anything to that's differentiate. What, that's
1: what I kind of look for for the commercial. Like, you couldn't really tell them apart besides their headbands.
0: They didn't do anything to differentiate them at all. And there's even they a... they different, color. different the, colors. The, there's even a... um, Like, there, there's even a fight scene that, like accentuates this but because there's like a fight scene where it's a montage it's really cool but it shows them like uh switching between the turtles and they're all doing the exact same thing it's like yeah because they're they're all the same like they talk about how raf's all angry you never actually see it they just talk about it like, you don't see anything about how, like, uh, you don't see anything about uh, how, like, Donnie's smart or, like, Raph is the angry one or Leo's the leader or Mikey's the funny one. What do you mean?
1: They released, that, they released a uh, clip where I saw that Leo made a decision. I'm like, that's what a leader would say or something.
0: There's like, one part know. at the end where it's, like, Leo's the leader and that's it. There's only, that's it. And also, I thought um the voice of Michelangelo was definitely, I thought the guy that played Donatello should have played Michelangelo. Michelangelo's voice didn't fit to me. Um, I thought the guy that played Donatello, because Do- the guy that played uh, Donatello has sort of, like, what sounds like the youngest voice, and Mikey is generally, like, the runt, the, like, baby of the Turtles, and it's, like, I thought that voice would have fit better for, like, the youngest of the Turtles. Um, like, my the guy that played Mikey, like, his voice sounded too old for him. It just felt kind of weird, but, yeah, it's just... It, it was Seth Rogen is making a TMNT movie where it's like, hey, I, I got high and watched some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons. Oh, I'll make funny turtles. Animation's good. Action's cool. But the writing's not the best, and they don't really do justice to any of the characters. So I was heavily disappointed by this movie. But Didn't again... like the Meg, too. Oh, yeah. The Meg's awesome. But TMNT, if, like, if you're just like funny turtles, you'll like the movie. But if you... If you actually know more about the Turtles and expect more, then might not like it too much. But, uh, yeah, that's like all the movies I've seen recently. Freaking T M T, The Meg, Talk to Me, Barbie, Oppenheimer. And then we're going to be seeing the freaking The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Something like that. I like that. Yeah, we're seeing that Friday. It still doesn't have reviews out. I hope it's good because the concept is awesome. Freaking Dracula on a boat sounds sick. But I have no clue if the movie is going to be any good. Let's see. What has this guy directed? Let's see. He directed Mortal. What the heck is that? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. The, uh, uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe and Troll Hunter. All right. So his other movies have good reviews, but I haven't seen them. So it doesn't look like he's done too much uh, big stuff. But hey. I'm sure this movie would be great. Anyways, I don't think there's really much else to talk about. Is there anything you want to say if we wrap things up? Uh, we
1: got Blue Beetle coming up in a week and a half.
0: Yeah, so we got Last Voyage of the Meter and uh, Blue Beetle. That's probably the next thing you're going to hear from us is after Blue Beetle comes out. We'll I'm record sure an episode. Amazing.
1: It's not going to be terrible.
0: I don't think it'll be terrible. I think it'll be like generic. That's what I think. Oh, it looks bad. I think it's going to be generic. You want it to be bad. You'll probably be upset if it's good. Like you want that movie to suck. Every time you see something of it, you get upset. I
1: think it looks bad. What do you want me to say? You want me to lie? I can't. No, I'm people. saying
0: like you want it to be bad. No,
1: I don't. I hope it's good. But it looks no, bad. You
0: don't. That was horrible acting. That was like the child actor and the Meg acting right there. No, I don't want it to be good. No, you not You don't. admit
1: there's terrible acting in that movie, and yeah, you're telling me.
0: How well, it from is. the child, but there, she's uh, a,
1: the yeah. other people are terrible too. Evil lady number two is evil.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, evil lady number two is evil. Yeah, she's evil. Wow. She's terrible actress. She's wow. Terrible. wow. No, terrible. she's not. She's great. Okay. It's okay. just the, the child sucks. But, okay. that's about it. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see y'all later.